It's five minutes with me. I'm not a fan of balance. Maybe I should rephrase that. Balance is fine, but I think we delude ourselves when we pretend it's achievable. I've often said that balance is something I only experience when I'm passing it on my pendulum swing from one extreme to its opposite. I'll even take that hyperbolic statement further. I don't think balance is a biblical value. Balance, as I see it, is a Western value. It's a rational idea born out of our obsession with systematizing everything. You might think I'm nuts or merely exposing my self-subconscious justifications for my own imbalance, and you might be right. But even if we approach the question of balance from a purely pragmatic perspective, it simply doesn't work. Matthew Kelly, in his helpful book, Off Balance, shows that decades of efforts in the business world to address the work-life balance problem hasn't increased worker satisfaction at all, either with their work or their personal life, not even a smidge. In fact, as a whole, we are less satisfied people than we were before all of those efforts and dollars spent. There are better, more biblical ways thinking of thinking and practice. Sustainability comes to mind. The Old Testament approach to letting fields lie fallow every seven years isn't a picture of balance. It's a picture of sustainability. Jesus pulling aside by himself to pray isn't an, wasn't an issue of reaching a point of equilibrium. It was about the son staying deeply connected to the father. So his integrated, passionate, all in life was sustainable and effective. Life in youth ministry, or any ministry role for that matter, isn't easily partitioned off into work buckets and home buckets. Our best lives are integrated. Sure, we need boundaries. Yes, we have to turn off our cell phones and intentionally disconnect from the never-ending demands of ministry. Absolutely, we need to prioritize our own spouses and children and friends over the nonstop needs of others. But this best life isn't one of stasis. Our best life, the one that gives the most to the kingdom and provides the deepest satisfaction for us, it's not a teeter-totter in limbo. One influential ministry back in the 1970s developed a wheel of discipleship that if you've ever, even if you've never seen it, it continues to have a big impact on the practice of ministry uh, and ministry people. This wheel had a handful of spokes, things like fellowship, prayer, the word, witnessing. And the the idea was that the obedient Christian, yes, that was the language used, worked toward evening out these multiple spokes. There was some good stuff in this metaphor, including both the ideas that a wheel missing spokes would collapse and that a short spoke would throw the whole wheel out of, well, balance. The problem with the metaphor, though, problems, really, were multiple. As I've already alluded, I I just don't find it to be biblical. I dare you to show me one biblical hero hero who's an example of this sort of balance. At a practical level, it just doesn't work. There's a concept in business consulting I find helpful here. You value what you measure. If I spend my time and effort working to become more balanced, balance itself quickly becomes my measurement of success. But I found both in my own life and in the lives of hundreds of youth workers I've coached, 
that we live more vibrant, passionate, sustainable, and fulfilling lives when we when our focus and measurements are on vibrancy, passion, sustainability, and fulfillment. You and I actually absolutely need rhythms and practices to help us with sustainability, things like Sabbath and downtime, time with life-giving relationships, hobbies that aren't connected to ministry. If you're a full-time ministry employee, you must ruthlessly practice and protect a day off. If you're a volunteer in ministry, often adding ministry practice on top of another full-time job, you should be thoughtful about limiting your nights out and other practices of, of sustainability. But the goal isn't balance. I want to be completely unbalanced, passionately living in step with Jesus and the kingdom of God. In order to do that over a lifetime rather than the sprint of a week or two, I must exercise wisdom. But my pace might be different than yours. Certainly, we're all created in unique and weirdly wonderful ways. So know what tops you off. Know what fills your tanks. Pay attention to what is life-giving and what is life-draining. But don't aim for steadiness. Aim for passion and vitality. The Youth Cartel Podcast Network. <laughs>